Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Thanks for listening this Tuesday, October 19th, 2021. Topics on today's episode include topics from MBA Annual, part one of my interview with Joe Bryant on appraisal management companies during the pandemic, and consumer behavior in the face of rising prices. MBA's conference, which began with a capacity crowd at Empower, is packed with meetings and sessions, and I'm sure glad that I'm not going between them in heels. To paraphrase a joke about how Fred Astaire was a great dancer, but Ginger did all those moves in heels, and backwards. Sure, the Fed will start to taper, it's been expected for months, and other investors will step in, but there may be periods of less investor interest. Put another way, the New York Fed's trading desk is like clockwork, with its consistent near-daily buying. Private investors aren't like that. The Fed will do what it can to suppress any of the symptoms of the taper tantrum from 2013. Other topics revolve around technology. Isn't it only a matter of time until our credit profile is maintained on an implanted chip? I'd like to thank today's podcast sponsor, Triserve. Fed up with appraisers or AMCs? Give Triserve a try. They're client-specific, Dedicated team on both coasts get to know the lenders they work with in all 50 states. Their high-touch, personalized order follow-up means you will always know what's going on with your appraisal. They treat their appraisers like valued partners, paying them quickly, so they prioritize their customers' orders. You too can be like their clients who say, Triserve excels at customer service, their responsiveness, their ability to resolve issues, and overcome challenges in a timely manner. Wow, these guys are amazing. TriServeLLC.com. That's T-R-I-S-E-R-V-L-L-C.com. Speaking of which, for today's interview, I wanted to welcome onto the show Joe Bryant, who has over 30 years of senior C-level experience in the mortgage industry. Joe serves as the president of TriServe, and he oversees sales and business development efforts for the company. Previously, Joe led sales and marketing for GE Capital Mortgage Insurance Company, and he was SVP of Travelers Insurance and President and CEO of Travelers Mortgage Insurance, SVP of Prudential Insurance Company, and President of Prudential Real Estate Services, and EVP and CLO of Long Island Savings Bank. He was honored with Fannie Mae's Technology Executive of the Year in 1996, and served on the Board of Directors, and was Chairman of the Audit Committee for American Home Investment Corp. Glad you could make it. Hey, pleasure. I want to thank you for coming on and, and taking some time to, to talk to me today. You're the president of TriServe, and uh, hopefully you have some good little insights for our listeners here. Specifically, though, I want to talk about the last year and a half when the real estate market has gone crazy. Uh, and it, it's been so crazy that mortgage loans have required more time to close than they used to. And as part of that process, appraisals have also taken longer than usual. Why is that? Well, it's an interesting question. And I think the answer is twofold. Number one, you mentioned the last year and a half, and obviously it's COVID. And I think most of us in the residential mortgage space, when March, April last year, when this hit, we were scared to death what was going to happen to the mortgage market, but we were thinking volume would go down. And obviously, uh, diametrically opposed to that, you know, the market took off and it was crazy, low interest rates, tons of refinances. And as a result, it becomes supply and demand. And unfortunately, there's not enough appraisers in the market to be able to handle the demand that is out there. 
And it might be funny for someone representing an appraisal management company to say this, but thank God for appraisal waivers. I don't know if the statistics are exactly right, but I think almost 90%, 80 to 90% of uh, refis received appraisal waivers. And I can't imagine what we would be doing uh, if we didn't have that. And so, you know, just a compilation of, uh, of factors have created a, a real problem for all of us in the market. Are there any other kind of less obvious answers that come to mind out there for why appraisals might be taking longer? Well, this might be sound like an obscure statement, but with COVID, we were introduced to you know, working remotely. And I live in Florida, and anyone that lives, I believe you live in Texas, so Texas, Tennessee, and Florida especially have seen uh, an ingress of tons of people because of the lack of state income tax. So working remotely has allowed people to move where they want to live, not where they had to live. And one thing that takes us a lot of time is what we call remote appraisals. You know, an appraisal in, in the old days, we'd call it in the middle of the boondocks. You know, it's, it's an out-of-area appraisal. Well, most appraisals require a certified appraiser to uh, complete the report. Therefore, finding a certified appraiser in XYZ County in West Texas, where there's 23,000 people maybe in the county, uh, creates a problem. So is there anything lenders or AMCs can do when an appraiser misses a deadline? Unfortunately, because of AIR, appraiser independence requirements, and by the way, I would encourage everyone to read the AIR regulations. It amazes me constantly when we're asked to do things or complaints are about things when the lender, the loan officer, you know, has no idea about the appraisal requ uh, independence requirements. Appraisers are taking uh, longer to complete orders because in many cases, they take too many orders and it takes more time to complete than they anticipate. So in good faith, we provide a due date to the lender based on what the appraiser tells us. And then all of a sudden, there's a problem the appraiser accepts the order, then doesn't understand the complexity of the order, or it takes longer to get more comparables, et cetera. Now, one thing lenders can do, and I don't understand why it's not done, and I'm saying this respectfully to lenders, and in fact, I've been in the industry more than three decades, Robbie. I, this is now year 44 for me, 11 years with Triserve, 33 years on the other side of the fence, and I ran some large mortgage companies, and I think I have an idea about how to operate. But why mortgage bankers, mortgage lenders, banks, credit unions try to compete on speed doesn't make any sense to me. On a refinance, I can understand that. But I don't know many people that purchase homes that want to move in 20 days. And there's this unbelievable pressure uh, throughout the system. Got to close in 30 days, got to close in 30 days. And I recently wrote an article why a 30-day close is unrealistic today. 
Underpromise and overperform should be the word of the day for everybody in the lending process. The, the best loan originator slash smartest guy I've ever met in the mortgage business worked for me three different times. COO, uh, CFO, et cetera. He now runs a branch in New York. He never gets less than a 5.0 score on social survey. And he never has a problem on the appraisal because he adds at least six days to the due date. Under promise, overperform. Uh, he tells everybody how hard it's going to be, that he's going to do everything he can. He's got relationship with his AMC. And then the appraisal usually comes in, obviously, uh, before the extended due date that he's provided. And he's a superstar. As far as penalizing an appraiser, we can't do it. An appraiser misses a deadline. Everybody goes crazy, and rightfully so. And since I'm the president of TriServe, I get a huge number of phone calls on issues like this. But we can't dock the appraiser part of his fee or all of his fee because the appraiser didn't complete an order on a timely basis. It would violate the regulations. And on top of that, one of our jobs is to protect the lender on the compliance side. We are very, very stringent on what we try to, what we do to ensure uh, total compliance on everything that we do. We use the outside law firm of Austin and Bird, huge international firm with a tremendous mortgage compliance practice uh, in the DC area. And, you know, we've run this by them. We've got legal, legal, uh, opinion that we can't do anything to the appraiser. All we can do is try to work as closely as possible with the lender and try to get the appraisal in as quickly as possible. We make phone calls, we send emails, we send text messages, but unfortunately it's part of the process and it's going to happen to a number of people and it's regretful but it's gonna happen and there's little that we can do beyond the efforts that we put in. It sounds like you're between a rock and a hard place, especially when borrowers have in their mind that they've heard of a 30 day closing time or, or even better than that. A lot of these lenders are promising less and that's, that's tough. So tune in for part two of our interview tomorrow when we continue this discussion. Despite a decline in job openings, labor supply and demand for workers remains out of balance. Workers are quitting their jobs in record numbers, especially in the accommodation and food services industries, which have seen significant upwards pressure on wages as businesses compete for workers. Consumer prices are also seeing upwards price pressure as supply chain bottlenecks remain throughout the economy. Rising energy and food prices pushed overall consumer inflation higher in September, and we can expect the trend to continue over the coming months. Despite the rising prices, consumers continue to spend. Retail sales grew faster than expectations in September, even when accounting for higher prices. There is no sign yet that the supply bottlenecks and labor shortages will work themselves out soon. And with the holiday season fast approaching, it is likely the current trends will prevail through the end of the year. Looking at Monday, the trading week in the bond market kicked off with continued concerns about the impact of near-term inflation on future growth. We saw that total industrial production decrease 1.3% in September versus expectations of an increase. The capacity utilization rate also dropped when it was expected to increase, 
largely due to the effects of Hurricane Ida and the ongoing semiconductor supply shortage. On the bright side, the NAHB housing market index rose to 80 in October when it was expected to decline. Today's calendar of events is packed with Fed speakers and light on data. We are already underway with September housing starts and building permits. Later this morning brings Redbook same-store sales and no fewer than five Fed speakers. The desk will target up to $4.9 billion of conventionals across 15-year 1.5% and 2%, followed by 30-year 2% and 2.5%. We begin the day with agency MBS prices nearly unchanged from Monday's close and the 10-year yielding 1.59 after closing yesterday at 1.58%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. Many years ago, an elderly, but hardy, cattleman from Texas once told a young female neighbor that if she wanted to live a long life, the secret was to sprinkle a pinch of gunpowder on her oatmeal each morning. She did this religiously and lived to the ripe old age of 103. She left behind 14 children, 30 grandchildren, 21 great-grandchildren, 5 great-great-grandchildren, and a 40-foot hole where the crematorium used to be. (laughs) Thanks again to today's podcast sponsor, Triserve. Triserve is a national AMC with client-specific, dedicated teams on both coasts that get to know their lenders. Its high-touch, personalized order follow-up means you will always know what's going on with your appraisal. They pay their appraisers quickly, so they prioritize Triserve's customers' orders. That's TriserveLLC.com. T-R-I-S-E-R-V-L-L-C.com. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at Robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.